Hey, it's Ali or By the Bitch of Tumblr. You're back! Thanks for listening to my third episode. I'm over the moon. I guess one of the best features of Anchor, aside from offering a free account, is their distribution to other platforms. Because of this, my podcast is now available on different platforms such as Google Podcast, Stitcher, Breaker, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, and Spotify. So I've already mentioned in episode one that I used to have my podcast on SoundCloud. However, I already used up my minutes and I can't upload a record there anymore. So after researching for a new platform, I discovered Anchor even before they were acquired by Spotify. Just a disclaimer, everything that I say in this podcast is my own opinion. It may reflect my upbringing, my personal stand on controversial issues, or my strong opinions on life in general. I don't believe in you're not entitled to your opinion. Simply because social media has become a tool for us to express ourselves Or, for others, it could be an outlet to relieve stress or anxiety. I believe that, with moderation, social media could be used in a positive way and without abusing it, our right to express ourselves won't be limited to our own perceptions or others' perception. Perhaps not all people will agree with me, but then again, I'm just exercising my right to freedom of expression. Now, let's go to my main topic for this episode. I'm not really sure about what I'm going to feature for today's episode. Perhaps I can start small and talk about my small victories for 2019. Small victories came about in the last quarter of 2018. It was the hardest or the most difficult time of my year. One that I won't forget. It was also one of the reasons why I'm here. What happened at the time made me think about my career path, and after trying several times with different companies, I think being a home-based tutor was the best decision I've made so far. We cannot control the people around us. We cannot control people's perception or their biases. We cannot please everybody, and from what I've mentioned in my second episode, I may have stopped looking for validation ever since I revamped my blog. If I haven't mentioned it in that way, I'm saying it now. I'm opening a can of worms for you, my dear reader or listener. Part of the deal is that I'll say what I want to say and you'll listen. Or you could send me a message on my Ask FM, Tumblr, or Twitter and let me know your thoughts about it. I am open to hearing or reading your thoughts as well.
Here it goes. I guess I am still hurting from everything that has happened last year. I've already written so many things about it when I was going through it. It was very difficult to go to work every day and face the same people and feel ashamed for failing. You're already disappointed with yourself and yet you still have to face everyone as if you've already accepted it. I guess I was not really a sport. I guess I couldn't hide my feelings. I guess everything was so sudden and the rest that happened also happened so fast. I understood the situation and why it has come to the point. What made the experience difficult to face was the people expecting you to get over it the moment it happened. When it should have been them who should have protected us, or at least, if they can do it professionally, they could have just done their jobs and prevent adding insult to injury. I guess at the time, I was still not okay, or I wasn't just expecting these people to be acting against their roles. Perhaps I was taken aback by what has happened between us that I've never thought it was even possible. And I'm saying this not to attack them or not because I'm still holding a grudge over what happened. I'm saying this because I've been a part of different companies and I've never experienced this no matter what these circumstances are. I may have been unsatisfied with those companies, that's why I left, or for some reason, I just had to leave. But the only time I experienced work ethics that are beyond job titles was just last year. I don't really intend to share negativity in my episode. However, I think regardless if I admit it or not, I'm still hurting. My ego and pride are still bruised. That's why I've come up with a very important decision. I think I'm still healing and for me to heal fully, I need to let this out of my chest. Writing has been my outlet. I'm also surprised to be sharing this with you, but I guess I'm still recuperating from all that has happened. I thought I've already accepted it, but whenever this comes up, I still feel angry. I still feel the injustice, all because of personal biases. I will heal soon. Hopefully when I talk about this next time, it won't make me feel the way I am feeling today. December 2018 was the hardest. It was a daily struggle and I had to keep on going. There was not a single day that I was not writing. What I haven't done in over a year became therapeutic in a way for the first two weeks of that month. I let my thoughts wander. I poured my heart out. I looked forward to the next phase of my life and what other possibilities I could do. I forced myself to go to work and while I'm there, I tried to keep myself together. Deep inside, I was waiting for the hours to pass by and to go home. What kept me from not wanting to leave was the small things that happened to me on those days. I would read the New York Times or any news article about North Korea to pass the time. Eventually, I learned something about that article. 
and talked about it with my husband over dinner. I learned to appreciate small things from waking up early, taking a shower, getting to work safely and on time, having a delicious meal, surviving the day, and going home with my husband. Oh yeah, my husband also suffered during that time. He would often fetch me to work because most of the time I don't intend to go back anymore. He'd go from Ortigas to Makati on a rush hour and walk from MRT Bandia to around SM Jazz. Just to save money and time. Also, so we can have dinner together. I only felt relieved on my last day of work to not face those people or hear their perceptions about me. But I'm still grateful for that hardship because without that, I wouldn't have discovered my small victories. I wouldn't be this grateful for all the small things. I wouldn't be content or satisfied with how things are going right now. And I wouldn't have something to continue and share in this podcast if not for that painful experience. So, Small Victories is going to be a series or a segment per episode. From this segment, I will share with you my reflections and my gratitude for all the blessings and positive things that happened to me. May this little series give you positive vibes and influence you to think about your own small victories. Cheers! I've got a lot to be thankful for. Not only do I get to be listened to in different platforms, I also get to overshare my feelings, thoughts, experiences, hopes, and dreams in this podcast. Honestly, my excitement is getting the best of me and without an outline, I'm not sure why I'm writing this now or saying this now. I guess I've learned from my mistakes last episode that posting a draft on Tumblr wasn't a good idea after I cleared cash and cookies on my browser. This time, I'm taking my thoughts in WordPress. Hopefully, this won't fail me. I have been married for almost two years and I've only felt that I'm in control this year. 2019 is really a fresh start for me. After moving to a new place, experiencing a new environment, being a housewife for more than a month, applying and reapplying for home-based jobs or work-at-home jobs, waiting for internet service providers to be available in our place and finally settling down. After more than a month, of fucked up sleeping habits, I've finally settled to a schedule that could work for me. From preparing our breakfast and lunch to washing the dishes, preparing for classes in the morning, taking classes until the afternoon, walking, preparing dinner, and washing the dishes again, all of these became a habit after doing it for two weeks. It wasn't difficult to sleep anymore, but it was difficult to wake up. It wasn't as stressful as compared to when I was still working in the office. I only get to prepare when my hubby is on his way to work, but I have my own sweet time to relax and mentally prepare for the day ahead. Aside from breaking the daily routine of just doing chores, I get to make use of my skills while working at home. I don't really have any problems with leaving the condo. 
I could survive with water and enough food or I could have delivered them anyway. Since technology has helped introverts like me to communicate without having a personal conversation, having a home-based job works in my advantage. However, I had to change my status from being an employee to being a self-employed or volunteer member. I also had to file and pay my own government contributions monthly. If you're going to ask me, I think there are more pros than cons in working at home. For one, I don't have to be stressed out with the commute, the traffic, and the ETA. I can open slots and close slots whenever I want to. I don't have to deal with office politics and other people's stress. The only time I get stressed with people's misery is when I allow them to. I also get to eat healthier and avoid spending too much from buying unnecessary things. Most importantly, I'm back to writing again. Writing the blog entry, reading it aloud, proofreading it in the process, editing before recording and listening to it over and over to make sure you get what I mean. Thank you so much for listening up to the last minute of this episode. You could send me a message on my Twitter, Tumblr, or AskFM at ByTheBitch. That's B-Y-T-H-E-B-I-T-C-H-H. Let me know your thoughts, topic suggestions, questions, or violent reactions. I am open to hearing or reading what you have to say. I hope that you will continue to listen to my podcast. I also hope to hear from you soon. Yours, Allie.